now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 504th episode of the Puckle Podcast, is it, or is it third? I think it's third. It's the fourth. Oh, it is the fourth. I was right. Okay. Yeah. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my, my uh, co-host with better memories. There's probably an adjective for that. But I've got Dr. Shamu. Hello, hello again. And I've got the one and only Fluffiest Whimsy Cat. Hello. And we are the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 to talk about our podcast. We talk everything here from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Last week, we talked about Unite. That was in between. I felt pretty good about that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this week, uh, not so much, I guess, but... We're going to go ahead and we're just going to talk about some uh, Pokemon today. But uh, I would ask you, Shamu, what you've been doing in Pokemon lately, but I know the answer. <laughs> uh, playing Unite and also getting incredibly angry at Unite. Uh, yeah, it's a MOBA. You get and very I know you angry. have as well. Yeah, oh, 100%. To the point where we've got a, we've got a shift schedule, so now like every eight hours, someone else has yes. to be angry at Unite for eight hours. <laughs> it's just a, oh, it's more work. It's kind of frustrating sometimes because, uh, so the best way to like level up in ranked Whimsicott, for, and for the, those of you at home, in our experience has been to just like solo queue and just, uh, play by yourself with like four of the randos. Mm. And just to clarify too, because what they do is however many people you pair up with, yes. you, you start the ranked with is they match you up with an equivalent like set. So yeah. if you go in with five people, you're going to get matched up with another actual party of five people. So you're essentially both like, on the same, like, level of strategy. Like, they're mm-hmm. probably in a call yeah. talking while you are. Yeah. So if you go with a rando solo, generally you're more likely to be paired with ones and or twos, essentially. Yeah. Maybe a three. Mm-hmm. And you can occasionally, you'll occasionally, like, get, like, in with decent enough players that understand how the game works. Mm. <laughs> but you very often, like, I'm going to say Pokemon names and you're not going to quite understand, but my favorite thing is when you get into the lobby and then your opponent starts selecting their, their Pokemon. And it's like Greninja, Cinderace, Zeraora, and Gengar, and those are like yeah. The ones so they your t- your team is the equivalent of Sweeper Kid. Yeah, and you're just like, well, if I guess I'm playing Snorlax, <laughs> <laughs> and then you run up to the top by yourself, and then yeah. three of them run to the bottom, and one of them runs the jungle, and you're like, cool. So I guess we're losing top then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just hate the thing of like, it's just what it's that ranked. And standard don't feel like what they should be. No, well, I think right now it's because it's very early on still. It is early. It's the fact that like ranked is filled with it's, it's the game is meant to be for kids too. Like it's again like mm-hmm. best way to, I can think of this explain it as baby first MOBA and it's like one thousand percent. That's what this is. It's just the issue of of if you're like imagine you're at the top, you're top of the game, you're at the very top, and you just go in queue and you just get paired with like five beginners, and the other team is mm-hmm. like yeah. actually a team. It's just, you just lose because the, other, the kids you're with are just like, they're kids. They don't really know the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm like the first day was real bad because the, they thought that the point of the game was to knock out the other Pokemon. And that's not yeah. the point of the game. <laughs> yeah. And there, there are still people who just like, even I remember I, I just got scarred. Like 
a gas and just like I'm gonna ignore all these apom, which are like the what you feed off yep. after level up in the first and the top and bottom routes. Like I'm gonna yep. skip all these apoms and just charge. They're like yep. level two, <laughs> yeah. and they just die. And I'm just like I'm just yep. like it happens. <laughs> it's fine. And all it takes is one little thing to just break you. Because <laughs> it's, it's just like it's fine. oh they do a little thing they do a little thing they do a little thing that's like oh they decided to go jungle as yeah. We understand. Goth, we we I understand. Get, there, there are cases where Elder Gods can jungle. It's just we understand. It's like, oh, you decided to do that. Yep. It's that's the that's those are mobas. Those are mobas. Yeah. yeah. I kind of understand because like the only vaguely moba like experience I've had, I guess it is a moba. I I played a few matches of Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, that is MOBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I like I understand the feeling of oh, it's just us being here having fun, and then like you run into an organized team of like five level one hundred and eighty opponents, and you're like, mm, I guess we're not having fun today. Yeah, no, it just it feels bad when like it's just like a bunch of kids that like come in and they they are they're obviously just wanting yeah fun to, like playing as like their favorite Pokemon. Yeah, the same way that I was like. This is a flight simulator. It's the last kind of game I should be playing, but I'm on a call with my friends and I'm piloting an A-Wing. So it's so cool in and cool. of itself, you know? That's cool. <laughs> maybe I should play that instead. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I should play that instead. I don't know. What Have, have you been up to anything fun, Whimsicott? Other than uh, watching, the, watching the world explode? Well, actually, I... So... It went like this. I finished Ori and the Blind Forest, and I cried a lot. Then I started watching the Olympics, and I cried quite a bit. And then I watched Black Widow, and I cried again. So I am like a tiny ball of tears, but not in like a terrible way, like in a somewhat acceptable way. So it's okay. I saw The Green Knight last night. I went to the movies because uh, things are definitely going to start rolling back here. I have a feeling. And I'm mm. like, I want to go one more time before I can't anymore <laughs> for another yeah. year. And so I uh, I went and saw The Green Knight last night. I would not recommend it for people unless you really liked um, 2001 A Space Odyssey and also <laughs> The Last Temptation of Christ. This movie's like straight up. It's just like... The best way to describe it is, uh, I I read a review after I was done and somebody says, it's a Scorsese movie. And I'm like, yeah, it is, but Scorsese didn't direct it. And that's 100% (laughs) how I would describe it. It's a Scorsese movie. It's a Scorsese movie in slow motion. (laughs) Uh, pretty much. That is what I would describe it as. It's like a, (laughs) like, it's a very, uh, very slow. It was very artsy. I think that's the right word. Like, it's one of those mm. movies that's going to win a bunch of awards and nobody's going to understand why. Yeah. I, I, like I the get general it. populace won't understand. The people legitimately got up and left the movie halfway through. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's because it was just very poorly marketed. Mm. If you, yeah. if you go to like any of the marketing for the Green Knight whatsoever, you have no idea that it's going to be this artsy movie. You think oh. it's going to be some, like, Lord of the Rings type deal. Oh. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on in that movie most of the time. And that's okay. <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. 
But uh, I do recommend the uh, the Last Temptation of Christ, though that Martin Scorsese movie. I think that's from like 1988. 100 percent recommend. I that's that's not my genre at all. <laughs> Willem Dafoe plays Jesus. I know. Take that for what you will. I am familiar with the movie. I was alive when it was made, that's but true. it's and not my genre. <laughs> Judas has a Brooklyn accent. Gosh. <laughs> It's even better. Like this movie just I'm just I'm just giving you pros. Uh <laughs> None of that sounds like a pro to me. <laughs> These are all pros. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. I mean, Willem Dafoe is super good, but um I'll I'll, I'll take him in other movies. <laughs> that movie that movie's a lot of fun. Well, fun's maybe the wrong word. It makes you think. That's the right yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, I I took an art like a movie art class like one time in college and like i watched all these movies and i was just like i don't understand why people care i'm like give yeah. me some cinematic candy okay yeah uh, yeah give me some cinematic candy i want to watch black widow <laughs> that was uh i did see that surprisingly too surprisingly nice yeah. it was a good movie i was okay with i was okay with it yeah. not, people were like critical of it well so i was expecting something very heavy and dramatic mm -hmm. and that would not have been a plus for me. So it was a plus for me that it wasn't. Maybe it would have been a plus for other people if it had been. I thought it I mean? was fine. I thought it was fine. It was fun. But not very serious, which was okay. This is a Pokemon podcast. <laughs> it is. Oh, did you hear did you speaking of Pokemon in the movies? Uh did you hear oh, that yeah. there's a rumor that there's like yeah. a uh, that there's a possible Pokemon yes. live action TV show coming to Netflix? Yes, by the producer of Lucifer, which yeah. I don't know if that's an amazing thing or an absolutely horrifying thing. I don't know if this is good or bad. I'm going to be completely honest. Same. Well, again, not surprised since Netflix owns Pokemon now since uh, Journey, mm -mm. so. They don't own Pokemon, they like it's Pokemon. Pokemon. It's a Netflix original. It's obviously <laughs> owned by Netflix. You made this joke so many times. Now you're going to go against it, Satch? Come on. Yeah, I'm going against the green. <laughs> Going against uh, the grain. I guess we're uh, a movie podcast now. We are a movie Enjoy. podcast. On to the news. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to go ahead and kick it on over to the news to talk about the latest releases. <laughs> so let's cue that epic music. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got, uh, I think the biggest thing and probably the coolest thing is that new Pokemon Snap has announced they're going to have a free update that will release on August 4th. I believe that's Friday. It, no, that's not Friday. That's like Tuesday. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's like, what is the fourth? No, the that's, third? that's Wednesday. Oh, that's like, Wednesday. No. Yeah. Wednesday. No. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm hmm. We know dates. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's yeah one one o'clock UTC, so it's like it might be August third yeah. for us. Maybe because UTC like it's whatever. It depends on where you are. Third or fourth. It will add three new areas to the game: secret side paths on the initial level that will shrink you to a miniature size and gives you opportunities to get photos of Mons on the oh, level. Wow. <laughs> There's also a mighty wide river mouth with a both day and night mode. I believe that's where for alligator is. 
Um, and a oh. barren wilderness with both a day and a night mode. 20 new Pokemon with the update. That's cool. So, it's actually really cool that it's free, too. Because, like, we knew that DLC was probable mm-hmm. when the game released yeah. in April because we data mined it and we found that there's gaps. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that it's actually happening. And I'm more ha- I'm happier that it's free. Yeah, I think they looked at the playing statistics, saw that it died after two weeks. Absolutely. And were like, if we tried to sell this for money, our retention rate would be abysmal. Well, they, they need a reason to be able to sell it for Christmas, too. Yeah, so. Mm, that's true. This kind of helps. This kind of gives more of an incentive, like, hey, look, here's some other stuff already in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, again, it, it, it dies so early, and this is one of those... This is like a holiday game, really. Like, this is one of those games yeah. you can pick up for a holiday as well. As, like, to supplement, essentially, BDSP or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be on sale, like, probably half off during holidays, I assume, at this rate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it adds a lot to the game, though. The game's already long enough as is. The I, game is I a think. good length, especially if you're if you're completing it. It's a bit of monotonous. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have the effort and willingness to do that, like some other people have. I understand. Have. Yeah. But, like, if you really want to, you could probably dump a couple weeks if not a month into that game just getting good pictures and stuff mm-hmm. yes absolutely i i i don't know it's it's definitely interesting yeah that was the thing i was worried about because they're coming out with like that little uh instapic thing that had like the pikachu thing but it was coming out a month after the game was released in the u.s mm. and i'm like nobody's gonna buy that it's gonna be a month later like yeah it's uh like the game's gonna be dead by then or dead in terms of like the zeitgeist right mm-hmm because I, I mean, I think that's just been the sp- story of like the past year and a half, like ever since COVID happened. You have yeah. a game like come in and out. Like you just have like one game that's like super popular at the moment. Happened yeah. with Animal Crossing, happened with Among Us, happened with Pokemon Snap. Probably is going to happen with Pokemon Unite to a smaller extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it could even now, I'm already kind of like falling off a bit. Yeah. Like, exactly. And, and a lot of it has to do with some, what we didn't know, I think, at the time of the last episode that there's a gold cap per week. Which other I think we mentioned it. They, I think we mentioned you it. You did I don't mention we, it, we, but you we weren't okay. quite sure where it was. Yeah, it's... Yeah. We, I think we assumed, but it's, uh, what, a 2100 coins, which is a third yeah. or a fifth of a character, depending, which is kind of rough. It just... Yep. For me, personally, it just makes it, like, why play? Why, like, I'll do my dailies, and then I just shut it off until, like, 8 o'clock the next day for the dailies, do my dailies real quick, shut it off. I don't have incentive to play, other than just mm. doing that. Which is that sucks. I hate that. Like, I would love to play it more. I'd like to get angry at it still, but like, it's one of those things where it's just that, like, that was a le- that was a nail in the coffin for me. Yeah. Of that, yeah, on top of all the other minor issues it has, and some some major, some minor. Speaking of Pokemon Unite, yeah, news and speaking for of it. Unite, Gardevoir was released. We already knew Gardevoir was randomly in it. Yeah, yeah. It already re- we knew it was going to be in with Blastoise at some point, and they something released. else. They announced there was going to be like Gardevoir, Blastoise, and like something random. Yeah, but Gardevoir was released. It's a 8,000-coin character. It's, like, the mid-tier for price-wise. Um, mm-hmm. It's not free, but they released that with the costume. And uh, I know there were some <laughs> data mines for some info. We've got more info on items. I'm not going to go into all that, but no. there's info on that. And also, some characters got data mined. I won't say mm-hmm. that either, just for people if they don't want to look in. They can look into themselves if they want to, but there's mm-hmm. some info floating around. want to talk about a few other things. Uh, we actually got some uh, TCG stuff. They had the battle style stuff with, like, Rapid and single strike. Yeah, yeah. They had, they've been teething this fusion arts, which is like the, mm. the new, like. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like the thing where there's four cards for one? Yeah. No, that's or V Union. No, that's V Union. Oh, okay. That's V Union. Oh. This is a different one. Oh, okay. This is the new battle style, essentially. 
Oh, okay. Uh, which is fusion, and it is bonkers. It is absolutely stupid. The cards we've released huh. are just like. When do they come out? Oh, uh, I don't know, but they're they're um that's a Japanese one. I don't know. Is it gonna be like our October, November set, like our later set in the year? Because we're getting involved in okay. skies in like couple weeks, I think, or, like, in a mm-hmm. week, maybe. I don't remember the date for it. Oh, that's We're true. I that forgot about Skies is next, yes. But, yeah, no, it's like, oh, yeah, you know those other battle styles we had? Yeah, they just kind of don't work now. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Because, like, there's one that cancels, like, abilities, one that can't... It's... The things that, like, the, what, 12 cards they released for the archetype are already, like, fantastic and really strong. That's kind of cool. Like... Like, these were cards that were just, like, rotated out because they're kind of, like, too strong, and then, like, oh, here, we're just giving it to this thing, too, and then here's a Pokemon that just does any a- any attack for two colorless, and it's like, what? <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> it's only, like, f- uh, for fusion mons, but, again, it's still, like, there's a good enough stuff there. It's dumb. You could look at Poke Beach for, like, what the actual cards do. It kind of sounds like, to me, like, just any late-generation ga- like, late TCG stuff. Yeah. Like, it always gets nuts, though. It's, like, right at the end. Yeah. It's just, this is like, okay, we're just going to make things dumb. But yeah, you can, if you want to look at the info, there's some stuff on pokebeach.com. They've got some of the translations for the cards, and they're, they're, they're good. Mm-hmm. And another quick thing, Masters had a bunch of stuff announced for, like, their second anniversary, I think, and stuff like that. You want to look at Cerebi or look in some, just probably other sites you can find the info on. I'm not going to talk about every single thing, but there's a bunch of stuff that got announced with that. The only thing I will talk about, though, is if you've played Masters for a little bit, you've probably seen Lear, the guy with, like, the pointy purple, like, light purple hair and the red glasses. They finally the put him into the almost. game and his little, like, con, his little, like, cronies. Ah, like, you cute. can finally use them in the game. You can finally roll for them, grab them. And I think if you log in during this time, you'll get Sawyer for free, who's actually not that bad. Oh. Um, Dark Support, which is only other one I think is Piers, which is a five-star, so... Mm-hmm. Not a terrible idea to log in and get them for free. But, yeah, they are on the actual banner right now. So, it's just kind of cool to finally see those guys as characters in-game with their Pokemon. And they're mm-hmm. having a <laughs> Hoopa. Like, I'll take it. Oh, so, yeah. moving on then. Yes. We got, uh, po- we got battling news. And Series 10 starts, I think. Yeah, we finally have something new. Series 10 of Online Wrecked Battle has begun, and the big news is that you cannot Dynamax. Dynamax is banned. What is not banned is restricted Pokemon. You can have one of them on your team. So this is completely unlike every other meta we've had so far, because yeah, you're kinda. missing... I mean, so for, in Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... They never banned Dynamax before. Dynamax was banned in like 6v6 or you won Smogun. Mm-hmm. But then the ban list is completely different there and it's 6v6. So it's very interesting. And I think this is especially going to make VGC interesting. But Battle Spot singles or Battle Stadium singles should also be pretty interesting. And if you've been bored, you might want to check this out. They also, what was, a lot of people have been complaining about it, actually. They're mm-hmm. just like, these Pokemon are going to run too rampant. And it's just like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think they care, though. Maybe. I don't think TPCI cares at this point. Yeah. As you said, it's it's a tail end of something. I'm more curious about Series 11. Mm. Because this one ends at the end of October. D- BDSP doesn't come out until November. So there's obviously going to be a Series 11. They're not just going to like cut it, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious to see what they do there. 
I, I mean, there's always this little piece of me that keeps continuously hoping for the free Sword and Shield update for the for the Diamond and Pearl mods. Yeah. Like, there's this little part of me that just keeps hoping. Mm. Which is unfortunate, but... <laughs> yeah. I keep hoping. I can only... I can keep hoping, right? I mean, it would not be too much unlike what they did for the Isle of Armor when... Yeah. Some Pokemon were made usable a few weeks before they became catchable in the Isle of Armor. That's what I was so. that's what I'm hoping. We'll see. I'm not gonna hold my breath though. Yeah. <laughs> Probably better not to. I'm not gonna hold my breath. I I wanna see it. I wanna see it. Alright, so Pokemon Go, we'll finish out with that. Chimico is your new breakthrough research reward for the month of August. I I guess it's somewhat rare, so enjoy. If you're a hardcore Pogo player, please remember new people are trying to play the game and they probably don't have a Chimico yet. Thank you very That's much. That's fair. That just PSA. <laughs> uh, I've got like I've got like my friends, um, like uh, Mark and Ryan, who are probably listening to the show right now. And, hi Ryan. Um, hi Mark. Yeah, yeah. Hi Ryan. Hi Mark. And they, they like we have a group chat and like when something like this comes out, they're just like, man, this is kind of lame. And he, yeah, I guess. Um, but. Pokemon Go, like, they, what I call what they do most of the time, I call it fishing. Mm-hmm. Because they're fishing for whales, right? They're trying to get somebody else hooked to the game. Yeah. And try to get somebody to spend money, because they have the lowest player base they ever had, but the highest profits, and that's for a reason. <laughs> so they're going to do whatever they're doing. Um, They did announce some spotlight hours, not all of them, though. Uh, And I think this has to do with the fact that we have... um. A couple of like random ultra challenges happening at the same time. Oh, yeah. That were unlocked during GoFest. So August 3rd is Magnemite, uh, two times catch Stardust. August 4th is East Sea Shellos, which is two times catch experience. August 17th is, I assume, East Sea Shellos again, <laughs> uh, or it's a typo, uh, for two times catch candy. And then 24th and 31st, they haven't announced which Pokemon they are yet. And I assume that's mm. for special reasons. They're probably, maybe they'll unlock something cool. I don't know. Well, you could also be lame. That's Pokemon <laughs> Go for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Pokemon Go for you. I think that's the news. Uh, if you're listening, Summer League uh, is wrapping up right now. So unfortunately, it's over and you've missed it. Yep. Yeah. By, by the time you're hearing this, it's. Yeah, it's definitely over. over. It's definitely over by the time you're listening to this. Badge collection's over. So I, I guess you missed it. That's your fault. Uh, keep in tuned or keep tuned in for more cool things that we're doing though. Uh, I've got a few things that I, in the pipeline that we're working on though. Thatch has like a bunch of times he has to not do the show in the next couple of months. So maybe we'll slow it down. <laughs> Something I'm going to try to work on soon too, personally. Like there's, yeah, I talked to you about it. I haven't done it yet though. Mm-hmm. I need to get working on that. Absolutely. Check in with where things are with that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll get set up. On that note, we are going to call it quits here, and we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz. The part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. 
And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you to Mark from the Dunsparce Gang for giving us that wonderful introduction to the rules. We are going to go ahead and get started then without further ado. Our first question today for you guys is going to come to you from Bowling for Bear. How many psychic type moves were available to use in Gen 1? Uh, you get a plus Ooh. or minus two on this. I, they told me that in the question. I don't know if that was Liger or Bowling for Bear that did that. Psychic? How many psychic in general? Like, that's hard. Psychic type moves. Yeah. Moves. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, I, I have seen a number, you get plus or minus two. So there's like oh a five window. God. Okay. I don't know for sure. Psychic barrier, which is one he made yeah, it's like for Yeah, psychic confusion and psi beam were the ones I was thinking of off the top yeah, of my head. Teleport confusion. is just five. Psi beam. Psychic is there. Teleport yeah. is there. Yeah. So that's five. five so far. Yeah. Dream meter? Was Dream meter a thing? In Gen 1? Hypnosis was. I think Dream Eater was as well. Oh, I don't know if Dream Eater was. Hip- mm. I know Hypnosis was, so that's six. Yes. Um, Was Light Screen and Reflect in there? I don't know if they mm. were. No, I think they only had Barrier. Uh, um, the thing is, the issue, too, there's some moves that were Gen 2, but they don't feel like they're Gen has 2. Has Kinesis always been a signature move of the uh, Opera I think, line? Or did it God. come around later? I want to say with Signature of them. Like that and Telekinesis, I think, were both Gen 1. Because okay. Kinesis you saw in, like, Gen 1, and you never really saw it again. Yeah. So that's seven, That's 8 right now, I think? Yeah, either 7 or 8, or 8 or 9. I think it's 8, because we were at so, 6 with Hypnosis, and then it was Kinesis, yeah. Telekinesis, that's 8. Yeah. Um, so, trying to think of anything else. I really think those screens were in Gen 1, but I'm not entirely sure. So do you think we should answer 10, since we have a plus or minus 2? That covers the screen being there and not yeah. being there, if we have our math right so far. Yeah, so far I think 10. Um, i trying to think what other moves could exist that were psychic type, that were possibly things. Um, amnesia. Wait, wait. Amnesia. Uh, amnesia and Mind Reader. Mind Reader was normal type, I think. I don't think normal it was, type? Okay. It's normal type now. I don't think it was a psychic type then. Okay. But Amnesia, that makes it another one. So we're at 11. 11 is our answer, yes. Yeah. Um, what else? How about... Mm, I'm trying to think of like, things that other Pokemon got, like Computer Race Ghost. Yeah, um, Meditate wasn't there. Meditate I don't was, think it was I there. Think. Meditate was or, there. Oh. Because Drowsy gets it. Mm, but did it get it in Gen 1? I don't know entirely, but I, I have a weird feeling it did. I'd rather just say yes and say 12 at this point. Just I'd rather just shove it in there. Okay, we might be overshooting, but... We might be a little bit. Do you guys want to put any buffer in that you're forgetting about something? Yeah, exactly. So that. 12 you always, sounds... You could always, like, just throw a buffer yeah. in, yeah. Throw in, like, yeah, I'd rather have, like, that, that one point, like, we'll just say... Throw just in a one or two. Yeah. Um, I want to think of some other... Like, what else is there? I am going to need an answer here. psychic? Okay, okay. Um... Yeah, I'm just going to need a number. Let's just say 12. Do we want to say 12 or 13? Okay, let's say 13. I feel like I'm probably getting one or two anyways. Yeah. 13. 13 puts you within the margin of error. The answer is 15. Ooh. Ooh. So the moves are that were available in Generation 1. Agility. Agility. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Barrier. Confusion. Dream Eater. Hypnosis. Dream Eater was there then. Okay. Kinesis. Light Screen. Meditate. Psybeam. Psychic. Psy Wave. Reflect. Rest. And Teleport. Rest. Right. That's... Yeah. We missed... You missed a That's couple, got. but you got yeah. the number right. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I'm just curious now. I'm trying to like see the cross a bit, like where where you messed stuff messed stuff up. Now I'm like, I'm like that was a that was a surprisingly high number and a surprisingly tough question. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we missed Rust Eyewave Dreamy. We mentioned Dreamy, but I don't think we put it in for the answer. Oh, I guess we could say that's with 13, sure. I think I counted it as a maybe. <laughs> it was a maybe, yeah. I was un- I was un- unsure, to be honest. I thought it was, because I remember Dream Eater's thing being there again, but it's just one of those moves that, within that weird borderline of, like, is it Gen 1, is it Gen 2? Yeah. You don't really remember? I think I was on the, f- like, on the side of it being there, because I've played more Gen 1 than Gen 2, and I remembered it being there, so... All right, we're going to have to move on. This next one is from Lambo, uh, and he wants to know, what are the only two types that are resistant to each other? Resistant, not immune, no immunities. One is bug and fighting. Bug and fighting are resisted by each other. It's just two types. I just need the two types that are resisted oh, by each other. so it's, it's bug and fighting. That, that <laughs> is correct. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is right. correct. I'm like, I, again, I was thinking about Pheromos, I'm like, yeah, but Pheromos is quarter weak to, not quarter weak, quarter resistant to, like... Both of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quad resistant to, no, it's not quad resistant to either, because they don't resist themselves. Oh, that's true, that's true. They're half resistant, that's true. Is it really half resistant? That's said quarter. No, it's half. No. Either way. It just dies anyway because it has zero defenses, so you might think it's four times, but no, it's just two times. Oh, yeah, it is just half. All right. So I'm going to give you this question only because Shampoo's here today. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because he, I think, is the only person that will be able to answer this. The Pokedex entry question today isn't a Pokemon. In fact, it's a person. What? (laughs) Because they have entries from Pokemon Master ZX. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know if I'll be able to get this. Name dressed up in a new outfit to celebrate a special event. With a new chic outfit and a cute bag, her coordination with her whimsicott is spot on. Serena. Serena. Yeah, it's Serena. (laughs) Serena is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Serena is correct. The only reason I knew it is because it's the, like, one of two characters I actually tried to get. One was N because it's N, and one was her because... It was a whimsicott. <laughs> uh, the, there's also a hint entry. The hint entry was, This trainer from Kalos loves Pokemon and fashion. She usually She's usually cheerful and upbeat, but when a battle starts, her demeanor shifts, revealing her calm, serious side. I wouldn't have got it unless you said whimsicott, because I'm like, okay, there's enough like holiday units at this point where yeah. without having a certain holiday named, it would be hard to tell like which one it is. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Uh, but you guys are four for uh, for three now. So your next question is worth two points, uh, depending on how many answers you can give me. This is going to be from Big Cat Bruce. Uh, there are six answers. I will give you a point for two every two of them that you give me. So I only need four for your total points. Uh, if you want to do all six, you can obviously go ahead and give them to me. But this one sure. is, what six moves does the ability Aroma Veil protect a Pokemon and its allies from? Aroma Veil. That is, I believe, Taunt, Torment... That's two of them. Yes, that's a point. So it, it's like the ability equivalent of a white herb. Attracts a third answer, yes. It's like mental yes. herb. It, it prevents, like, taunts, torment, like... So it should also work on, like, Encore, if you haven't mentioned it yet. Encore is the fourth answer, yeah. Uh, there are two more. Um, so you guys got the full points. Can we know the exact text of Aromaville, or You the guys two- just got all the points, though. I want to figure out the other we want two. The I feel like rights. I am not supposed to give you the additional information. You're just supposed to know what a Roma Veil is. We can pull it up. We can pull it up now that the question's over, though. The game's text says it protects itself and allies from attacks that limit their move choice. 
So it would be like embargo. Embargo is not correct. No. No, with item. Embargo with item. It would um. Oh, it's um. Follow me. No, no, that wouldn't work. Okay, I'm going to give you the answer since you already got the points. And you guys are obviously riding the struggle bus. Uh, disable and heal block Ooh. are the other They'll two. They'll make sense. Heal block didn't... I wouldn't have gotten heal block. Good thing we only needed two points. So you guys are at six for four. Your last question, as always, is your uh, base stack question. And this one's going to come to you from Charizardace. Charizardace wants to know which ice type has the highest speed. Ooh. Ice type highest speed. You do so, have the hint, um, but if you get this correct, you get the extra point. We're not using it. Yeah, yeah. Um, might be Glastrier? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Glastrier with its base 50. Under Trick Room, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Don't think it's Cryogonal. I think Cryogonal's like 105. Yeah, and Alola Ninetales is higher than that. It's 109. I think Weavile. Is Weavile 105? Weavile is very high. I think Weavile might be maybe 110 Weavile or 115, probably 110. I'm trying to think what else is faster, because it could be also Mega thinking about it too. Like, Darmanitan is not fast, right? No, it's like 9... Oh, wait. Because Zen mode no, Darmanitan... No, 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 Galarian, Galarian Zen mode. Yeah, that's Galarian crazy, Zen right? mode, it's like at 130 and it's got like 160 attack. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I'll hold it for a second, but... Yeah, because, like, Ice-type Legendaries, Articuno is not that fast, Kyrim is not that fast. No, Kyrim doesn't, like, breach 100. Regice is up there, but it's about the same thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, I'm trying to think of a other mega that actually- Frostlass is not that fast. No, it's base 80 or 90. Can't really think of another Ice-type that's fast. Like, Mr. Mime, Mime Galar is, like, 100, which is up there, but is, it's not, like, top. And Rhyme is not faster, right? No, Mime's slow. Rhyme, or Mr. Rhyme is slower. Um, okay. Glalie gets to 100 at Mega. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't... I'm gonna say it was Gla uh, Darmanitan then mode, the Galarian one. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that's my final answer, because I can't think of any other ice types that are, like, up there. Galarian Darmanitan mm. Zen mode, is that your answer? Yeah. Watch it be wrong, it's like 115. That is correct. That oh, is uh, base 135. Next is up. Next is uh, Ice Q uh, with the greatest typo of all time. Ice Q noise, noise mode. <laughs> noise mode with uh or no ice like 116 with 130 130 130 no, no, there's yeah. there's only one way to pronounce that and you know it if you've seen brooklyn 99 noise noise <laughs> then weavile and sneasel at 115 uh frostless at 110 and alola oh, 109 oh i'm gonna be thinking defense there like 80 yeah mm -hmm. the, the defenses of. are bad it's frostless yeah. is fast yeah, as far, I forgot it was that fast. I was, I was I thinking I remember seeing the defense stats, because I looked at it recently for something else. Back in Gen 4, it used to be a suicide lead. Yes. Yeah. So. I like suicide leads. I miss them, but, like, I miss them. They've gone away with team preview. Yeah, they have. I just, they're just really nice because they're just easy helmet mods to play. You don't really, you're, you're essentially your team is like, I'm playing with five mm -hmm. mods. Yeah. yeah. And I just use this to get myself, get the one thing I want or get that one advantage and go from there. Like, just like, uh, with it. Uh, Trick Room Hatterene. He's like, I'm gonna yep. set Trick Room and then blow up and then go yeah. to my next mod. Sounds terrible, but that's what you would do with it. But you guys got a perfect run today. That's eight points. Mm. So that will, of course, change up the standings. I think it puts 
gives us a lot of new things. You're actually pretty high, Shamu, for where you. Yeah, no, I should be pretty close now. Like what? Almost two perfect. You are tied for second place. I will tell you that right now. Um, uh, you are tied for second place. I have to do math in my head real quick. I probably got it wrong, but I already forgot, and that's okay. So, (laughs) in first place, we have Whimsicott with twenty-one points. Oh. Uh, in second place, we've got a three-way tie between Seth Vila, Linian, and Shamu with fifteen points. In fifth. We have Sublime with eight, and in a four-way tie for six, we've got P. McKee, R. Sigma, Jashur, and Claude Nine with seven, and then Baskets on the bottom with six. Still anybody's game, so we will see where it goes from there. Until then, guys, uh, we are going to move it on over to the topic. Hey guys, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast, where... We go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon gimmicks. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they good? Or should they be something else? <laughs> so gimmicks, we're going to very be very broad about this. We're going to do both competitive gimmicks and also like design gimmicks as well. What we think of the gimmick might not be what you think of the gimmick. It's yeah, exactly. Just, it's kind of more of like our opinion on this too, because like... Absolutely. Before recording, me and Moonzikot were having a discussion on that, like... <laughs> A wonderful argument. It was a very good one. I liked yeah. it. I, I was going to do the same thing, but I was glad Shamu did it for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to kick things off then with just like a design gimmick, just because there's some like really uh, silly like Pokemon gimmicks you can do. They're, like just gimmicky Pokemon um, that really have nothing to do with the game other than just to be collectible. I feel like yeah. I, I guess that kind of sucks, but I would like to see like a few other things added, like Delibird. I am so intrigued by Delibird on a lot of really? levels. Yeah. Okay. So Delibird. Uh, one, it's the only Pokemon with present, which is obviously like super gimmicky move. Like, hey, it's really cute. It's Santa Claus bird. Mm-hmm. You can increase its move pool through egg, egg moves and stuff like this. I was really into it back in Gen 4. Let's get the hashtag oh. going, I guess. Um, I mean, his stats are garbage. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense to me because you could make his stats whatever you want to make his stats at this point because his move is present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He base 3330 total. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Wow. He gets a lot of moves. Oh, now he learns actually a move by level up. He learns Drill Pack at 25. Wow. That's his only move he learns in the by level up, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, well, Drill Pack is a really good move, so I, I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I'm not, oh, he got that in Gen 7, too. He got that with it by level, too? Yeah, by level in Gen 7, level 25. They, that's when they added it. That's interesting. Not that many people have a fireplace anymore. He needs a way to make his way through that, your yep. walls and into your there house to deliver the presents. Uh, looking at his move pool, I'm like, his move pool is actually good. It's not a like, bad move really, pool, right? I- I'm sorry. You like okay? It gets it gets drill run. Yeah. It gets wow. seed bomb and gunk shot, which is like yeah. It's always fun to see that. that. Whenever I see seed bomb and gunk shot, I just think of Pachirisu. Pachirisu gets that as well. He gets surprisingly decent stuff. I just wish they made him better. Like, I I understand, like, he's just supposed to be, like, this throwaway Pokemon. Yeah. Mm. That you're just like, oh, you catch it, you catch it, and you get the meme. Ha ha. Yeah. I would love for his stats to have at least been good. You know what I mean? Or at least decent. You got 75 speed, and that's your best stat. You got a better <laughs> physical move pools and special, and you're more specially oriented with your stats. Have fun. 
I would love to see something more like, I don't know, like base 450 or something would be fine. I, th- I think yeah. a little bit of a buff attack-wise, especially when you're getting a drill pack and present both are physical attacks mm-hmm. and you've got higher special than physical. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. swap them at the very least. Yeah. I, d- more than that, but he needs a lot of work, okay, stat-wise? At the very least, is what I'm getting at. You'd- I just think he's a gimmicky Pokemon that could use more love. Yeah. yeah. I, he's just so intriguing to me. When you were going on about this gimmicky being completely unrelated to battling and being a collector's item, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to go to Poltegeist, isn't it? Is it? I get. I don't know. Poltegeist is okay and competitive, actually, it turns out. Yeah, but yeah. his gimmick has nothing to do with its abilities in battle. I know. It's dumb. It's so dumb. Like, I wish it had, like, a move that it only gets in its authentic form or something like that. Not a useful move, but at least something. Is it? Is it, like, super rare to get? It is incredibly rare to get it. It's only 1% of wildly caught Sinistee. You can't breed for it. Yeah, that's you what I thought. You can't increase your chances in any way. It's very dumb. Yeah, I think I got a... They did have the raid event for it, though, thankfully. Hmm. Save me and my beef ball text for that one. I don't even know that I would call that a gimmick per se, but more of just like a, a really fine detail. <laughs> it's so tiny that I don't know why they bothered. I guess it's just an eye to detail of like, again, it's the whole, it's the concept of like fine china, kind of like sometimes it's fake. Yeah. Thing, like, you know, like I, I kind of, I kind of like the concept of it. I'm glad it didn't really do. Exactly, I'm like- more like glad it didn't have anything special to it because then even if it's bad, that could have a case and scenario where that move is viable. And it's like, I'd mm-hmm. rather not have to think about that than have to think about that. I guess. But it for me, it's more like, it's such a minuscule thing that while the concept is valid, it feels like the remnant of a bigger idea that got mostly scrapped. Uh, you might you not know? be wrong. I could be. <laughs> you might so, not be wrong. It's weird. Yes, absolutely. Uh, are there any uh, are there any like gimmicky Pokemon you were thinking of, Shamu? Uh, a lot of things I was thinking of more were like abilities and like, like what kind of like pairs. So plus and minus, mm. and we mm. just kind of make it with plus and minus. And for this case, like okay, so it's a doubles ability for one because you need them both on the like both plus and minus on your field to like make it work. And it's just like, but you're never gonna use it because why? Why would you use that when you can use a better ability? And then even then, like plus and minus are not this strongest pokemon they like yeah yeah in the lower tier i know you can do some stuff with them but like it's like it's a lot of those pair abilities they made in like pair attack in gen 3 they were really bad about that because i feel like they were really trying yeah. to push the double battles back yeah. in back in gen 3 i wish they had a standalone effect and a pair effect that's what they need they need like a double effect like oh if you're alone you get this mm-hmm. but if you're with this maybe it's a bit of more of a boost or yeah it's this it reminds me of, like, the pledge moves. It's kind of like what the pledge moves got, right? Yeah. I was going to go into that, too. Like, you see the pledge moves, they're meant to be in double battles, and it's, like, it's a cool concept. You get some really cool, unique field effects, but it's, like, you're never going to use this. You're just going to yeah. use better offense, and, like, you're not usually using, like, I'm not going to yeah. send out two offensive monsters at the same time, usually. I'm usually going to send out, like, a more of a support and an offensive. There's cases for either or, yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like they have these cool ideas, but they don't know quite how to balance them. Mm. They they always err on the side of caution. Yeah, they're always on the side of caution. They're too afraid to make something a little too busted, which I'm I'm glad for to a degree, but at the same time, it's like, 
you know, that's when we don't get anything mm-hmm. really cool because you can't take that extra step forward and just say, let's do this. Because even then, it's like, it's not going to always be broken. Mm-mm. Oh, man. So there's a set of Pokemon that aren't starters that can learn pledge moves. And you're going to be yes. very upset when you learn who they are. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the monkeys. And I believe the Valai. They're the monkeys. Oh, no. <laughs> the Valai can also so learn. The Valai doesn't get it. Does it not? Nope. I thought it did. Uh, I'm looking at water pledge at least. Maybe it gets fire and grass, but it doesn't get water. I thought I thought Silvalli got the pledges. I could be wrong. I think he gets something mm. else. He does not get the pledges though. Maybe it was an event, but I I don't see it in the standard level up. Uh oh no! In Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Silvalli is programmed to be able to taught uh fire pledge. However, the move tutor will only offer offer to teach it grass pledge. Oh. Uh. That yeah. is the weirdness. That's okay. Yeah, it's got grass pledge on its move pool for move tutors and sword and shield. Yeah. It's got its italics because it's very, it's the only Pokemon that can't learn it Hmm. or can't uh, get stabbed from it. Yeah, I don't know. Silvalli is weird. Silvalli is a weird Pokemon. Silvalli could get stabbed from grass pledge. What do you mean? Just turn it to grass type. That's true. Yeah. That's true, actually. That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, the pledges are a weird gimmick. I mean, devil battle gimmicks in general are just like, we tried, I guess. Yeah, that's one thing. They, they try to make a lot of double battle gimmicks, and not a lot of them worked. Because again, no one yeah. wants to dedicate well, themselves okay, to something that's Okay, so like the Pokemon, of, eh. like the Pokemon they made for like double battle specifically too, like they're just like, oh, here's two, here's like a pair, like they had Plusle and Minam and like Volbeat and Illumise. I thought about Volbeat and Illumise. No, they, they, Volbeat was good. Not like, I'm not gonna say it's, uh, OU tier or anything like that. Like it's broken, but, uh, it did get Tail Glow. Tail Glow was really dumb. That is true. It does mm. get Anything tail glow. Tail glow, it's like they both have their unique, uh, they don't do well as just like a pair exactly, but on their own, they, I think they both get prankster too. They took tail glow out, right? They did take it out. They used to get it though, is the thing I was getting at, but now it's like a little. There's only yeah. one Pokemon that would be able to get it now, and that's circuitry. And that's probably okay. Yeah. Mm. It's not there. So. They were good in past gen, especially with Tail Glow. Tail Glow allowed, like, I think it will be to just be a monster. Because mm-hmm. again, okay, it's Tail Glow. Like, it's, that's dumb. That's a dumb move. It was actually, it's, it was actually a signature move in Gen 3. Fun fact. Makes wow. sense. Good for you, Volbeat, trying to be a Pokemon. <laughs> good for you. I remember when Cricketot was revealed back before Gen 4 came out. Everybody thought Cricketot was like a shared pre-evo between Volbeat and Illumise. Oh, why would they think that? If you look at them, they you can see it if you look. I kind of see it, but it is a different it is a different style. Yeah, I kind of see it. It's just a little oval body type thing and it could yeah. kind mm, of uh, a little imagination, you can make it work. I don't know. I would not have agreed with the series if I had seen them at the time. It's hard to say when you know Cricketune exists. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we like, know Cricketune exists. So, but like, even with did, that, like, know at the it time. doesn't share any colors with Illumise, and the shade of red is wrong for Volbeat. Okay, we weren't very good at theorizing back in the year of our Lord t- 2006, okay? Because you were very tiny. <laughs> I wasn't very tiny. I was probably shorter than I am now. That's probably true. Oh, man. That's right. You boys do keep growing after you're 12. Yes, that is I true. I didn't. That is, that is something that happens, yes. <laughs> can you believe I was the tallest in my class until, like, sixth grade? I can and believe now, that. like, I'm not even five feet five. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was that was a fun fact for you, though. Uh, yeah. Other gimmicks I think are fun, but could be better. Let me think. Well, um, go ahead. I have one. Yeah? It's, I don't know if you would count it as a gimmick, I don't think Shamu would, but it's Minior. 
I, I, I do think Minior is more of a gimmick. I will agree with you there. Yeah. Because it mainly comes down to shield down, which is like, it's, it kind of, it's in the same vein as like Zen mode. Yeah, I was going to say that. Isn't it just yeah. like Zen mode? In a way, yes. It's a pure swap. Also, old Zen mode sucked and new Zen mode yeah. is okay. The the new Zen mode is really good. The old one really sucked. Minior is extremely circumstantial because yeah. you it depends so much on what they actually hit you with. Because the only way to guarantee you going into shields down mode is to use like two substitutes on an even number of HPs. But you don't want to do that. Not really. So it was just... It's very weird that it has this really cool gimmick when, like, it has all those colors, but you only get to see them in certain circumstances that are not as easy to proc as you might want them to be, both for, like, in-game and competitive. So I think I think that one is actually balanced because it's, it's going a to fail a that, fair yes. amount of the time, you know? Yeah, it's balanced. It's kind of like how, like... Isn't that category of where they change, like, shields, uh, or whatever, shields, whatever, what's it called? Um, shields up and shields a- down form? The, um, I'm thinking of Aegis Slash, whatever its stance oh, ability is called. okay. It's yeah. in the vein it, of that, and, like, change. Zen mode of where it changes depending on a certain scenario, and it's, like, stance is, like, of, I would call, I would call Aegis Slash a viable ver- version, just because of what Aegis Slash is. Aegis and, like, Slash is, is, like, Mini yeah. is in that, we- it's, like, in the middle ground between, like, Aegis it's Slash gonna, like, and Darmanitan, where Zen mode's, yeah. like, it's... The new one is better just because yeah. Galarian Zen mode is actually viable. Minior is Minior is going to fail enough of the time that you don't feel like it's an overwhelming gimmick. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's going to fail enough of the time that you might find it to be a slightly frustrating well, gimmick. Well, what you would do with Minior is you just run Sash. And you run, we talked about it earlier, a suicide lead. Depending on what you're doing with it, you might want a shell smash and instead of having Sash, you might want to have a White Herb because, like, I used it I used it in Draft League, and that was usually my go-to because I knew what I would be facing, and I could, like, EV my... Def- because it's actually pretty bulky in its Shields Up form. 100 defense or 80 defense? Oh, no, up. it's got 100. Um, like, it might even have 120 somewhere. No, I think it's 100, 100... In both defenses. And then the the cool thing is that you don't yeah. usually need that much speed because you're shell smashing and you go to 120 in core form. So you can actually put a lot of EVs like in HP or defenses to take the hit that you know you're going to take. And then you don't have to care about like weather, like hail or something like that messing up your sash because yeah i was the kind of person who drafted both alola nine tails and meteor on the same team because i was dumb so so mm-hmm. it's a gimmick that is not completely um unique in the way that you can use it because you have like three or four ways that you can use it it's never gonna be too good and it's never gonna be too bad i would say something along the same lines of that is uh Zorark. Mm. Yeah. Where, like, it's got its gimmick, which is, like, hey, I transform into something, or, like, I, I have illusion. And I mm-hmm. think it works well, because, like, it's been used up into, like, UU tiers pretty successfully. Um, yeah. I think it works pretty well. I like that one. Uh, in terms of, like, a balanced one. Like, a balanced gimmick, I think that's a balanced gimmick. Yeah, it is. And you can also use that in a couple of different ways, because you can either 
make it look like something that will force switch out. Like you can mask it as something very offensive and very threatening, or you can mask it as something bulky that will require a different kind of switch or a different kind of move to be used. Mm -hmm. Like imagine you like turning it into a chancy and someone taunting you and you laughing in their face. You know, well, yeah, same along the same lines. Like, yeah, it, it's just I, it's, I just a, it's like a technical it. way. It's got a lot of technical play you can do with it. Like, mm-hmm. we can, a lot of mind games, which is why I like the flashback and Kalos. Those are the kinds of uh, gimmicks I would love to see more of in Pokemon. Those are the types yeah. of gimmicks. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't. I, know. I think a lot of the stuff. I just want to see like riders on abilities. Like, I'm used to PTU kind of because PTU mm. makes a lot of these like like. Light metal, heavy metal. Like, yeah, they have a use. Mm. You take less damage or more damage from, like, whatever, low kick, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, yeah. they're dealing with the weight. But, like, other than that, it's a useless ability. It's a placeholder. Mm-hmm. And, like, PTU stuff that it's like, oh, they at least give it an extra rider. Like, oh, here, in, like, a playtest, like, you get plus, you get more defense or more speed and less of the, of the other, depending. Mm. And certain playtest stuff. And it's like, I like seeing that extra rider because it makes those abilities decent but like again you can't take that into actual pokemon because it's a whole different game but i would like to see like how they do with inner focus inner focus and like scrappy and other things i don't think scrappy actually had it i can't remember they did a good job with inner focus i think the, in yeah, Gen 8. was like the intimidate intimidate reduction yeah. like no intimidate you're immune the intimidate check yeah was very like, good i like that i wish they did that to more abilities because that makes like again we'll say heavy metal light metal even like plus and minus giving them an extra thing like oh, they can't have a special attack drop or something. That mm-hmm. gives you a reason to run them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're talking about, like, the useless abilities. You're talking about, like, useless abilities. Yeah, I'm talking about more useless abilities, because, like, they're, to a degree, because, like, okay, heavy metal, light metal. They they have a gimmick that they're trying to do with, like, oh, you aren't as heavy, or you are heavier. And, like, plus and minus, you're supposed to use these in double battles. Like, I wish there was a way I don't have to. I can I still use that saying. ability, but not have to follow their gimmick, because that gimmick is useless in 99% of the scenarios. Yeah. Because even, like, we can go to Battery, which is, like, another version of, like, plus or minus. But that's actually, like, it's not given out that much, because I think only, like, I know Charger Bug gets it, I think that's it. Mm. But, like, mm. even then, like, they have a, a gimmick, which is still kind of useful in scenarios. It's still not good, it's just that it's not well-wide distributed, because it is, like, a one, it's a 30% special attack boost for the yeah. other Pokemon. I remember, like, another gimmick that i would have liked to use and with just a couple of tweaks there was a point where it might have been decent is uh, um what what is it cherims oh yeah yeah yeah. uh, flower gift Yeah, yeah flower gift uh it's like it's almost a decent partner for a mega charizard y in a vgc setting except the stats it boosts should be the opposite ones Mm-hmm. I will say it's actually okay now mm. because Cherim got Solar Blade oh. and has access to Player Off. Mm. So it it comes down to the issue of Cherim's actual stats itself just being terrible. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why I was focusing on it as a booster for Charizard Y. Actually, looking at Cherim's stats, Delibird would love these, okay? Yeah, Delibird <laughs> would love it. Like, and again, Cherim does have, it has more special attacks than attack, so yeah, I guess it would like it, but it does have physical moves to make work with it. Yeah. Mm. It, it's just the uh, issue of, I guess, really, I'm in the wrong decks, actually. Let me check this again. Yeah, still save stats. Okay, I want to make sure. Um, Like, it gets a good move pool. It's just, it's just got terrible base stats to use it, really. Because, like, 85 speed isn't terrible, but it's not enough to really make it viable. And then, like, it's got 60 attack. That's not good. 
got mm-hmm. 87 special attack. Like, yeah, if you had a special attack boost, it might be a bit more viable, but even then, you're not really outclassing anything with it. Yeah. Like, it's... the very least, they fixed its move pool to a degree, so you could actually use other moves that aren't just, like, two attacks. Because that was the issue, too, its move pool was just terrible. Now it's got an actual, like, move pool for support and other things. Like, so it got Solar Blade. There's a physical version of mm-hmm. Solar Beam. You get Draining Kiss. You get, like, Player Off, Dazzling Gleam, Pollen Puff. Of one of the few mods that do get Pollen Puff. Mm. You do get Sword Bomb. Or not Sword Bomb. God, uh, Seed Bomb. Wow, Sword Bomb sounds like a really, really over-the-top <laughs> move. Sword yeah. Bomb. Sword Bomb. Just- <laughs> that's what we need. That's that's Zashin's new physical move once uh, Dynamax is <laughs> exactly. gone. It's not going to be Behemoth Blade. It's going to be Sword Bomb. He just chucks it at somebody. <laughs> exactly. And it explodes into a thousand swords. Yes. <laughs> all right i think this is a good place to wrap it up yeah, there's a lot more we we did stuff we missed on absolutely but that's for next week you let us know what your favorite gimmick is and how you might make it better at puckle podcast and gmail.com i'll read in the mailbag next week so do that uh we're gonna kick it on over now guys to the pokemon of the episode we'll catch you on the flip-flop <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 146, Moltres, the malevolent Pokemon. The Pokemon Sword entry for Galaria Moltres states, This Pokemon's sinister, flame-like aura will consume the spirit of any creature it hits. Victims become burned out. Oh, you haven't heard the worst part yet. Victims become burned out shadows of themselves. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Mm, and very. And the it's barely lukewarm. Mmm. That's apparently what Peony says, which is, I love it. That's uh, barely lukewarm, but, uh, yeah, it'll burn your soul out. Yeah, no, no big deal. Man. So, <laughs> Moltres, uh, the Galarian Moltres has actually been taking competitive by storm, actually. It's, it's probably- really good. I think it's the best out of the three. We were all expecting well, Articuno, like, a- initially to be good, but then it was, like, Galarian Moltres, no. Mm. Well, it's a dark flying type, which is already a decent type on top. Like That is got, a very good like, typing. It's not like Mandibuzz bulky, but it's close enough, and it's got actual A crazy stats. ability. Yeah, so... And the, yeah, an ability that you can easily abuse, which this actually, the set we have here, will abuse. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what ended up happening is they swapped it, uh, regular Moltres's special defense with its special attack, and then again, it swapped the special attack stat with the attack stat of regular Moltres. So it's base 100 mm-hmm. special attack, base 125 special defense, still 90 speed, which is pretty good. 90 HP, which is pretty good. Um, 85 attack, who cares, and 90 defense, which is decent as well. Uh, makes yeah. it a bulky monster. You've got, you're at, you're at a stat point where like you can kind of go either way. Like if you heavily invest into a stat, you can make it good in that stat. That's what mm-hmm. 90 is. Like 80, like anything under 90 is a little rough because then you're kind of not hitting the right numbers, but. Like, essentially 90 and up where, like, you can do something with that stat. I think they did a really good job as well, just, like, with its move pool and balancing it so it didn't have anything too crazy. So it's actually... Yeah, they all got, like, one or two moves that are, like, really cool and fun. But even then, Moltres doesn't need it. All you need is, like, stab. You need that stab, yep. And that's that's about it. All you need is Fiery Wrath and you're good. Which is stab. That is its stab. Oh, it is stab. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It's stab. It's signature move stab and it's all you need. So we've got your, uh, a, a very bulky Moltres today. It's Moltres, it's Galarian Moltres holding a Chesto Berry with its ability Berserk, which is the same ability that Drampa had back in Gen 7. 
Uh, I guess now too, because Drampa, Drampa made it, right? Drampa made the cut. Yeah, yeah it did. It. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Made it in the cut, cut in the base game. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and then so this Galarian Moltres has EVs that are obviously very obvious. Um, two hundred and four HP, twelve mm. defense, one thirty-two special attack, four special defense, and one fifty-six speed. Some of that's level fifty tricks. Uh, that I'm mm. not sure. Sh- uh, yeah, sure I don't know if we said if this head. was BSS or not, but this, this is, is BSS. BSS. Yes. Uh, it's got zero attack because why not? Um, fiery fire, wrath yeah. so that you can just do a ton of Moltres damage. Uh, you've got hurricane because it's a flying type, so why not? Nasty Mm-mm. plot so you can power up your special defense or your special attack. And then, uh, rest is the other move, which is a little out of the ordinary, but you can get a Chesto Resto Moltres going for your yeah. recovery. Yeah. So uh, it's, so you're meant to just take advantage of, uh, Berserk essentially. You go down to yeah. half, you rest. Chesto, boom, you got plus one from that. Yeah. You have, this is BSS Series 9 still, so you can use Dynamax. So you just can yes. go, oh, her, Max, Max Hurricane, cool, get my speed up, cool. Uh, yep. oh, I come back, I'm a little weaker, cool, let me just rest real quick. Mm-mm. It, it's just, Absolutely. It's, it helps with Dynamax, what helps it too, because you get stabbed with just Airstream and you're already like gaining special attack stats, it's just, it's one of those things that just can get out of control so easily, which is why it's so good. Oh yeah, Moltres Galar yeah. is very good. It's got enough natural bulk where you don't need to like invest in the offense. You can just run a boosting move or just rely on natural kind of yep. to a degree. It's just it's a very good mon. It is a very yeah. good mon. Uh, so you can additionally also bring. Uh, there's also a slow, uh, Galarian Slow King on this team as well, uh, holding its Black Sludge. It's got the Regenerator ability. 254 HP, 4 defense, 4 special attack, 212 uh, special defense, and 44 speed. Probably trying to hit some benchmark. I forget what his base speed is off the top of my head. Um, it's running a Calm Nature. It's got Eerie Spell, which is a fun move. <laughs> it's probably meant to handle certain answers because Absolutely. it's essentially spot. It, it's, I don't know if it's spite. Exactly. It's like reduces 3 PP on the opponent's moves that they last used. So you're like, you use it to kind of stall certain things out. Um, so Eerie Spell, for those of you at home, it's, uh, one of the moves I had to the Nile of Armor. It's, uh, base 80, and what it does is it does do spite as well, like Shamu said. Yeah, it's so, a signature move of, uh, Galarian Slow King. Uh, Galarian Slow King, Again, yep. It's a salt tool. Get rid of their answers to a certain mod or something like that, or a certain, like, yep. thing. It's pretty good. Uh, there's also, yeah. it's also carrying Sludge Bomb for Stab, Flamethrower because it can... And calm mind to make it even more especially defensive. Yeah, uh, which I is probably like meant to stall out with this, some other members. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, Shane. I like how like just kind of more recently, Galarian Slow King just kind of became a thing because it was like no one really used it, but now it's seeing a lot more play and even just like OU and stuff. Well, in OU hmm. it, for a very long time, uh, Galarian Slow King and Galarian Slow or no, it wasn't Galarian Slow King. You would just run regular just Slow King. King and Galarian Slow yeah. and that would be a very good core. Yeah, hmm. it's just like. I'm just surprised to be seeing, like, Galarians. Like, it's not a thing that's bad. I'm just, like, it just felt like it took a lot longer for them to figure it out than yeah. I'm, like, used to, like, with certain things. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, Floking was around for a while. Like, it just popped in and did what it did. Mm-hmm. But now that they're both up there, too, it's like, oh, okay, I'm not, 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 cool. I'm glad to see it, but I'm just, like, surprised, you know? Like, usually, like, if it's good, it's usually seen immediately. Mm-hmm. There are Mm-mm. cases where it doesn't. Like, I don't know, Loma Mola was a thing, and then, like, that was only just because, like, what, I think it was Protein Greninja? Was that what it was? That uh, yes. part of Loma Mola? Yeah. So. Uh, there are a couple other members. They're both starters, and we're going to let Wednesday Cut yeah. take these as well. 
They are two Gigantamax starters, but they are not the two Gigantamax starters, you would think. Because one of them is Cinderace. It has Libero, it's holding Life Orb, it's got max attack, max speed for special defense, adamant nature, because you have bounce to boost your speed with max airstream or to waste an opponent's Gigantamax or Dynamax turns. Then you have a high jump kick if you want like a high risk, high reward move or to boost your attack. Then you have Giga Impact if you want to slow your opponent down or hit them really hard. And then you have Pyroball because you are a Cinderace and you needed to use your Gigantamax move. <laughs> and I think, I, yeah, I think Giga Impact is just like to reduce speed. Just like, oh, something's yeah. way too fast and I want to like, yes. I don't, I don't know what the base damage is for max strike for that but like i assume it's above actually giga impact by like 10 or something like that and then again yeah. speed it might speed be 160 control. yeah it's probably 160 it, it's probably more mm-hmm. of a speed control option if anything mm-hmm. yeah probably and uh, this one's more the, interesting to me <laughs> yeah this one is like pretty standard the interesting one is gigantamax intellion and it's holding a focus sash it has the ability torrent it's got max speed, max special attack for special defense with a timid nature. And it's a weird kind of semi-utility Italian. It's got mm-hmm. cold, icy wind, aqua jet, and tearful look. And in case you're like me and you forgot what tearful look does, I will save you from having what I had to do, which is Google it. Tearful look will lower your opponent's <laughs> attack and special attack both by one stage at it's the same wonderful. time. Yeah. Yes. I, I assume that's also like a, a, a slot for max guard. Mm-hmm. I assume that's kind of what Fair. It's, it's there for. But I think it's also like, hey, this comes in handy. I need to reduce your attack or something like it's It's, it's a multi-use thing. I think it's like they're cool. It's is dual stat intimidate for a turn. Like I think it's like it is there to like lower stats, but also just to be like a protect Mm-hmm. Because that's why you see a lot of status moves on stuff too. It's like just as a because any status move will become max guard on a Dynamax Pokemon, and so it's just yeah. like let me run the status move to have this option, but also it's just so I can actually get protect if I go big. And I yeah. think that's what it's there for. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the other thing, like you have a focus sash, so you essentially get one turn with, where you ice wind, so you lower their speed if you hit, and then you can like one turn protect with like max guard and then you have two turns where you're like gigantamaxed and you're guaranteed to be alive for both of them because you're holding a focus sash so it's it's interesting Mm -hmm. it's weird but it's interesting uh shamu you want to take us out with these last two sure 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 good old gen 4 dragon garchomp Mm -hmm. with a choice scarf uh got rough skin Max attack, max speed, for defense, jolly nature, and you just got outrage, earthquake, brick, brick, stealth rock. It's just, ah, it's explanatory. Choice scarf. You hit hard. Go fast. Mm-mm. I'm a chomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got our favorite coffee table from Gen 6, Avalon, <laughs> with heavy duty boots, sturdy. So you don't, if someone is running rocks, you don't take damage and you get your, you, you preserve your sturdy. Mm-mm. Uh, you've got 236 HP, 244 defense, and 28 speed. Again, I assume this is out to speed something. You are an impish nature with uh, Avalanche, Iron Defense, Mirror Coat for cover. It sounds like mm. it's kind of fun. So you just boost your defenses yeah. and then you got Mirror Coat for this to murder something with sturdy. Yeah. And then recover to get your yeah. sturdy back or whatnot. Though, 
more or less just a st- it's just a sustain, which is fun. I have a lot yeah. of fun, man. Glad seeing love. And there are notes on this team. Um, there are like notes. It, so it, it's based around uh, Inteleon. Essentially, Intel- yeah, like Inteleon is good. Bring Inteleon plus Cinderace or Moltres plus something else. If Inteleon is bad, bring Garchomp plus Cinderace or Moltres uh, or Moltres plus Low King or Avalog. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, what oh, you wait. do. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no, no. So it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, I'm, I misread this a bit. Yes. Yeah, so Inteleon is good. You bring essentially, you potentially bring Inteleon, Cinderace or Moltres, and then something else. If Inteleon is bad, you bring Garchomp plus Cinderace or Moltres. Plus low king or something, or or low king or Avalog. Yeah, mm. it's so not a nice like, flow chart. I like the flow chart. No, it's not. You're essentially always going to be bringing. You're either bringing Italian or Garchomp, mm-hmm. and then depending Cinderace or Moltres for both teams. Like it, it's a weird, yep. it's a weird flow chart. Mm-mm. I like the Hopefully flow chart. Sense. I always like flow charts. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah. I like always like. Here are the two modes. You're essentially running Garchomp or Italian. You're always going to bring yep. a Cinderace or a Moltres, and if you're bringing Garchomp, you're bringing low king or Avalog. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so this is going to be a fun team. Uh, we're going to give away... Go- I guess we can't do a shiny Galarian Moltres on the, uh, with the bot, because it's shiny. No, left. it can't, unfortunately. We'll do a shiny Inteleon <laughs> instead mm-hmm. uh, this week for the patrons, so keep a lookout for that. Uh, all right, so on that note, that's been the Pokemon of the episode. We are going to kick it on over then to the mailbag. It's mail time! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you send in emails to us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we read them. Uh, Last week we asked you guys what you thought about Pokemon Unite and we're going to get to some of those emails here in a moment. After I let you know that this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. And that is the proper energy for this. <laughs> and it's the energy I have for Unite. Understandable. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and uh, just as a quick PSA, uh, we I appreciate the enthusiasm that a lot of you had sending us in the email, some of you for the first time. However, some of you wrote in uh, short novellas um, instead of just what would be a standard email to like read on the show. Um, just as a heads up, like 500 words, probably the best place to be. It's about 150 words spoken per minute if you're reading something off a page. And so if you write something that's over that, over 500 words, you're taking up about four minutes of us just reading and not being able to comment on things. And we try to keep the segment to 15 to 20 minutes. So it, it gets hard to fit your emails in when you're, they're that long. So, uh, I just yep. want to let you know that we hear you. We read them. We see them. Uh, just try to keep them at reasonable length so that we can make sure they make it onto the show. They might have heard the story on on 501 about me getting on the staff by writing really, really long emails. Don't do that anymore. So A, those times are gone. And that wasn't the most faithful, like, recounting of the actual facts. Um, yes was like that wasn't <laughs> super faithful it's just the joke we have yes. uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's more of a joke we don't we don't have 40 minute episode mailbags i remember those days those were the dark they times. were awful yeah those are the yeah, dark times. Awful. I, I think we actually had an hour long one one time if i'm remembering correctly it was uh, bad i think the longest i've done was 45 minutes gosh but, oh god yeah i just remember those times where just like minutes. we're just reading through like 11 mailbags it's just like yes. uh, <laughs> It was, uh, I've done, I think we did, I think the most emails we've done was 16 in a, in a mailbag segment. Wow. Yeah. Sounds about right. It was, yeah. it was getting it pretty bad. And that was the moment we decided we had to cut it off. Like, 
Is yeah, it was just, it was becoming a slog. With his mailbag, it was not possible. It, it was, was just no. a slog, and we were tired. You can tell. So it it, it is what it is. Uh, but on that note, we got an email to get to. Uh, our first one is going to be from Tia. So I'll let you take this one, Shamu. All right. Good day to one second. Fix this real quick. Okay. Good day to you all, Sash Whimsicott and Doctor Shamu. It's Tia yet again, and I had a great time listening to the last episode where y'all talked about the new that new Pokemon Unite game. I played it for a bit, too, and some, it's fun sometimes. Agreed. It's fun sometimes. Uh, also, shameless plug for the Poke, the Poke Podcast, which you're listening to, which has got over 12 hours of uh, use time. Yes, we've got more than 12 hours of playtime. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not going to put in your plug. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> my my main is Mr. Mime, and I also like playing Machamp and Venusaur. It's, really, it's been really fun, and I'm still looking for opportunities to play with more people. The strategy right now seems to be defensive play, and then when Zapdos with good ultimates and Buddy Barrier, most people seem to be climbing to Masters through 5-stacking. It's not bad. Might try that sometime. Because I don't think we actually tried doing it like just pure defense and just wait for Zapdos. But, uh, I also agree, Mr. Mime is one of the most fun characters in the game. Pushing people into walls and watching them just blow up is very fantastic. It's a very fun time. Uh, now onto the bad. The gold cap. Uh, might have something to do with... Uh, with laws that few Asian countries have where games need to ha- have, or blah, where games need some resource limitation to discourage long-term playing. This can be seen in other, yeah, I didn't know that, honestly, but it makes sense. Uh, this can it's be like seen anti-addiction in other- laws. It's a di- yeah, anti-addiction it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And especially if, with Tencent too, like I could, it could mm-hmm. be why, it could be why. Uh, this can be seen in other games where item drop rates decrease if you play too much. I do think that 2100 gold is way too little. As, to pay, as for pay-to-win aspects, it doesn't seem as paid-to-win as we saw it, but the max-level item still proves some benefits over, say, a level 20 item. Uh, also a question. Do you think the Zapdos fight should be made less important? Let's unite together soon, Tia. Um, yeah, I, I agree, though. Yes. The Zapdos fight <laughs> is too dumb. Because I think Zapdos what we found out is it much. gives, like, everyone... T- it could be wrong. This could be wrong, not entirely sure, but from what we kind of have been piecing together, it gives everyone 20 orbs. I sent mm-hmm. like 20 Pokemon caught, so you essentially get a total of 100 for the team, mm-hmm. as well as and the 20 second instant score timer, yeah. which is fine, but it's during double that time. Zapdos, during double time. During double time, which is just, Zapdos is an instant win, but generally the only way it's not an instant win is if you were either losing by a lot already, which is kind of hard to do unless they all waited till double time to score. Mm-hmm. Cause even then, like, it's hard to, like, get over 500 without double time being an aspect. Yeah, I, and I think it's a little it. too much. It's, like, a little too much. I hope they nerf it a little bit. It, I think, honestly, like, either a total of just, like, 50 points is fine. It's just the fact that it gives more, it says 50, but it gives, tends to give more than 50 because you gotta think there is a team fight usually at Zapdos if it's happening. So you take, yeah. uh, you take the entire other team's points as well as Zapdos. Which could be what's happening with that other 20, where, like, it just seems that it's giving 20, I'm not sure. Again, the lot of yeah, we're still I, learning. I we, just, we just learned, like, passives on items, honestly, like, yesterday, because someone got the raw information on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, like, it's just one of those things where I they've got a lot of balancing to do with the game. I'm just worried yeah. that... We'll see how it goes, does moving forward. I, I think I think it's too early to tell. I would say it's too early, but with all the other playtests, no one said anything, no one did anything, and now we've got the game. That's my concern. We'll see. see. It's still, it's it's got some time to figure stuff out. So we'll see what happens. All right. Well, thank you for that one, Tia. We're going to move on to this next one from Big Cat Bruce. Hello, Puckle Uniters. (laughs) Can we, we should be, we should have temporarily changed our names to the Puckle Unite Champions League. 
That's what we should have done. It no, no, no. It's, it's the Pokemon Unite Champions League. You don't have to change anything. Yeah. I know. That's, that's what we were. We're time travelers, right? We're from the future where we're in the guy with a flying type. Oh, gosh. Not again. It's a different universe, <laughs> not a future. It's just a different universe. It okay? could be a future. It, it could be a future. You don't know. Mega, Mega Ethan Whimsicott and I could be a have thing. a shared memory, okay? Whimsicott, Mega Whimsicott could be a thing, and that might be what you were thinking of from the future. Oh. All oh. right. I hope you're all having a great day. I really enjoyed your discussion on Pokemon Unite and wanted to provide some of my thoughts as well. Let me start by saying that I am biased. I have been excited for this game since it was first revealed last year, even when everyone else wanted the main series game or something like it. I played in the mobile beta and Switch beta, so I've been waiting for this game. With that said, it's lived up to my expectations and then some. My favorite part of the game is the mechanics. It's on the Switch, has Pokemon, is free to play, is on a controller, and has two executes instead of three, an ultimate, and no need to worry about purchasing items in-game. Eh. All of this mistake uh, makes it intriguing to play and easy to pick up and play. With that being said, I think it has a very high skill ceiling with jungling strategies, when to go after Rotom and Dreadnought, and when to engage in team fights to make this game more intense and exciting at all levels of competition. But if I had two complaints, it's that the game doesn't do much to explain these strategies and the online community around that game. For many players, this will be their first MOBA. So it would be nice to see in-game advanced tutorials to teach each role of a laner how to jungle or when it makes sense not to attack Zapdos. That's so true, by the way. I I agree with this. This came up in in voice the other day because, like, a lot of these people are just picking up the game and running in and, like, we talked about it even earlier. They just went, like, I'm going to go kill the other Pokemon. That's not what the game really is. It's not like, that's yeah. not all it is. And people don't understand how the to roles be fair, they, they explain that that part is in the tutorial, but. <laughs> but I wish, I just wish they showed like, hey, I, I they should have like guided them like through a tutorial battle of like, you pick a lane and you follow that lane. Like, instead of like, I wish they went into more detail and forced the people to like go through. Cause not everyone knows what a MOBA is. I think what you could have done is because they have one Pokemon that you get to pick at the start, right? Uh, one pass you get to pick at the start, one for each roll. And I think, I wish they would have pushed you through situations using each of those Pokemon and taught you how to drive them a little bit. That's what I would have liked. I think you could add that to the tutorial. Yeah, they, the tutorial should have been more in-depth because they really didn't show you how to play a MOBA. They showed you how to play this MOBA. How to score. They showed you how to score. And they showed you how to it. score. They showed you how to, like, use an, a Unite move. They showed you, like, the basic controls of the game. They showed you how to, like, how to do basic stuff, but they didn't show you how to, like, play a MOBA. They didn't give you basic MOBA strategies or anything. They just gave you, here's our version of this MOBA that you should already know how to play, and here's what you do in our game, not what you do in a MOBA. All right, let me... This could help the player base as a whole, because what what doesn't help is the countless number of angry posts I've seen in the Pokemon Unite subreddit about how do these players not understand complex MOBA strategies that I've developed over the past eight years of playing League. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible mentality, and it's embarrassing to see. I also, I think it's, I, I am scared of, like, League players, like, taking this way too seriously right now. You know, I, I'm not a League player. I'm still trying to learn and figure out what's going on. And, like, Claude's, like, giving me, like, little tidbits when we play together, and I'm just like, oh, I understand why this happens. Just nobody's, like, sitting down and, like, being like, this is the overall strategy. This is what we should do. Uh, maybe I need to be on the Pokemon Unite subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I truly enjoy this game, and I think it has legs to be big in the future. So if it's your first MOBA, try your best, learn from your mistakes, and don't let the toxic players bring you down. Thank you so much for creating a great Puckle community. Take care and avoid CC. I don't know what that means. Big Cat Bruce. 
Well, thank you. I'm for not that sure what ET is. Bruce. Honestly, I'm kind of curious. I'm thinking nope. about it and I can't think. Oh, constructive criticism? I don't know. I oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe constructive criticism? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to avoid that though. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no that's I, a I don't good know. Thing. No, huh. I feel like they have like wait. Yeah, I'm thinking reverse. Weird. Uh, this we've got one more email today, and it's going to come to you from Marmalade. And Whimsicott's got this one. I do. Hi, Puckle. I finally decided to work up the courage to write in. I'm Marmalade, and I recently joined the Discord after having listened to the podcast on and off for a couple of years. Well, welcome! I found you back in college, but more recently had to move and got a more manual-based job, leaving me lots of time to listen to episodes. I missed, and new ones. Oh, that's awesome. I mostly wanted to write in because I've been having so much fun playing Pokemon Unite, as I much prefer co-op games to competitive when playing with friends. I don't have a very strong laptop and I don't like gaming on my phone, so I'm a newcomer to MOBAs. I have been having a blast, mostly playing Cramorant. I got it as a joke because I hadn't seen many people playing it, but quickly fell in love. <laughs> I knew you'd appreciate this. Surf and Hurricane are my go-to moves, but I know most players do air slash and dive. I just found a cram set that I'm happy with, and I'm sticking with it. My playstyle is much more defensive where I like to hang back and try to protect the goals. If I get MVP, something went wrong. And I'm always happy to see a high assist count at the end. <laughs> don't don't put yourself down if you get MVP. I have some comments to say on that, because Kramer gets MVP a lot just because... Like, I, I agree, like, you're, I prefer um Surf Air Slash, to be honest, because just you can just melt some things that way. But literally going on a point, using your ultimate, that can get you, like... Kramer's ultimate is the best ultimate pretty much in the game because it just does so much damage and with Buddy Barrier being a thing, which you essentially get an extra HP boost makes you able to actually finish your ultimate generally. Uh, Kramer, like, every time I played Kramer and we had, like, a decent game, it was, like, MVP just because Kramer gets so many kills, so much damage, so many assists because you're, you're like, you're weakening everyone to, like, half if you get a good ultimate off, if not killing a couple people and just getting some scores. Like, Kramer getting MVP is not exactly hard to do. It's kind of like the same thing with Cinderace. Cinderace will get, if you're on a good team and Cinderace is just, like, not running to the spawn constantly or something like that, if it's just pl playing up optimally, it's gonna get MVP, like, every time because Cinderace is just dumb. Mm -hmm. But, no, Kramer is really good. It's just, it's got little, like, underwhelming stats, but it makes up for that with, um, the ultimate, which is, again, a mad, you just become a turret. Kramer <laughs> just becomes a turret shooting Iracuda. That's so funny. And <laughs> on point, you get HP recovery, you get a shield with Buddy Barrier if you're using it. It's just, it becomes a very, very strong defensive tool as well as an offensive tool. That's why I love Cramorant. I don't play it as much, but... Wow. Um, so Marmalade goes on. I'm trying to broaden my play with Slowpoke and Crustle, and I have been considering Edelgoss, Eldegoss, since it was Poke of the episode, but I'm much less confident in using those. I do have my gripes with it. Crustle's Crustle's really good. Crustle's mm. good. Crustle's also Crustle's also free. Actually, they're both uh, Crustle and uh, Slowbro. Slowbro are technically free for the time being. You just gotta be able to get log in enough and do the challenges. Mm. I think Slowbro you get like just for finishing like the tutorial essentially, um, or something I like that. It's I forgot. It's very early on. Uh, one of them's level two. One of them's like second day login. No, it's that's it. It's level two uh, for Slowpoke. It's level two. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to remember how you get Venusaur. You get Venusaur or something else too. Level two is uh, or Login two is Lola Nine Tails. I don't remember how you get Venusaur. There's another way you get Venus. Venusaur might be level five. Could be quite. I don't know. You get characters. Meh. You get free characters for level and Logins during this time. So, but yeah, you don't have to go. You don't have to go support as long as you can. Like, it'd be nice to have one of each role so you have that mobility, like that versatility. But it's up to you. Sorry for interrupting, Whimsicott. No problem. <laughs> 
I mean, it's, it's what the segment is for, discussion of the email. I do have my gripes with it, but most of them are gripes with the MOBA slash free-to-play genres in general, and not specific to Unite. Sometimes the game can get a little overwhelming with things like Gengar and Machamp hitting so hard and Absol being basically inescapable for me, but overall Unite is super fun to play with friends in voice chat and I'm very happy with it. The Puckle Discord has also been really fun, even though I'm more of a lurker. Everyone's very nice and polite. That is what we like to hear. I can't wait mm-hmm. for more episodes and keep up the good work. See you on the flip-flop, Marmalade. Thank you, Marmalade. Woo. That was very nice. Yeah. Gengar is a Marmalade problem, gets right Green Taurus badge. <laughs> <laughs> okay As a welcome. Yeah, Ooh. although I also liked Big Cut Bruce's email. Hmm. I think he got it already. Oh, we're set then. Yeah. yeah. Gengar is an issue, though. Hmm. That, that Gengar's moves pool, is, it's, it's broken, I think. Because it's supposed to, re- like, people wonder, like, how do you spam this? Uh, Gengar's got, it's the hex that's really the problem. So something status, your cooldown is reduced, but you, it's more like acts like your cooldown doesn't exist if you hit something status. So you get to spam this damaging move that's already buffed because it's status and it's hex. So you're getting buffed damage and buffed cooldown, which is non-existent. So you get to, like, a move that's got a 7 second cooldown, you get to use it 3 times in a row pretty much for no reason. It doesn't say you're supposed to be able to, and it's just kind of, uh... It's why people get melted by Gengar, because it just... It it melts yep. because of dumb stuff, so... Well, yeah. if you want to email us next week at PuckoPodcast.com, let us know what Pokemon gimmick you think can be improved or could be better or anything, honestly, with gimmicks in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Or you can just send me an email saying, Thatch, I love you. We know that won't happen, though. <laughs> uh, Not it will, though, because we said we laughed at it. And, uh, I'll I'll uh, read every single one of those on the show, or at least oh, give no. credit to those. So now, no, we do it. Okay. Uh, oh, mm, credit. Uh, that was Damn. a bad promise. Yeah, credit. That was a- I, I caught myself. I caught myself. <laughs> Uh, so on that note, though, uh, if you want to keep up with us throughout the week, the best way to do it is to come over to the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com, where you can come and hang out with us over uh, at uh, and just like talk Pokemon. Hang out, talk about bagels, maybe. Sometimes we talk about bagels. Mm. Other times Pokemon. So you definitely come on over, hang out with us. It's a great way to catch us throughout the week. You can always follow us on social media as well at Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also go ahead and follow us uh, over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Podcast. I'm usually on Tuesdays when I do not have emergency pumbling situations to take to, uh, take mm-hmm. care of. Uh, I'm usually there. Uh, I know Claude McGee are usually on Thursdays as well. So be sure to check that out. You can also go over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast if you miss those streams. And sometimes we'll have other content there as well. So on that note, uh, be sure to check those things out. If you want to support the show, you can drop a Twitch Prime subscription or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast to uh, get things like Pokemon giveaways and other fun things to do as well. So please check those out if you get a chance. Uh, but until then, next time, I, uh, until next time, I am Trainer Thatch. I'm Shamu. And I'm the Fluffy Spoonsigut. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Bye.